My name is Thomas J. Bepko, and I've been in the mortgage and real estate industry for over 17 years. I've hit rock bottom and been able to come back with a vengeance through gratitude, consistency, and resilience. Through the same principles, I've been able to grow my teams, scale my businesses, and mentor others to do the same. It's going to be about Thomas Bepko's story, about my story, certain things that drive people, and, and I believe that there's a rare breed out there, and some of them don't even know that they have. 16th year in the business, I started taking social media seriously. Immediately, I saw the results. You have to help people. You have to do the right thing a day at a time. Through my experience, I can help a lot of people. A lot of people can relate to the things that I've been through. We want to take you and push you to that limit to get you to where you want to be. And all I knew how to do was work. I knew how to work hard. I just didn't stop no matter what life threw at me. Got a big day today. I'm here with Professor Joe Pedisano, very good friend of mine, my professor, my coach, and now a new good friend of mine, Detective Beth Leach, Fairfield yes. PD. They're, you know, since things are changing and times are changing, you know, living in Fairfield, you know, it. I feel like it's a good place and there's no crime. But, you know, I have a wife and children and right now there's a, I feel there's we have to bring more awareness to women's self-defense, or let me back it up. We have to bring more awareness to women's safety, right? Um, you hear about the horror stories, um, and we're putting on our event May 18th, 6.30 at Fit Club. Yep. We're really excited. Detective Beth Leach is going to be there. Joe Pedisano, our Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. And... I'm excited and we're going to bring awareness. So what are we, let's talk about what's going on locally like or nationally about what's going on in the public with women's safety. Do you have like, is it Fairfield a really safe place to live? Fairfield's a great place to live. I mean, we have a great police department. Of course, yeah. I'm a little partial, yeah. but yeah. Um, I've been working with Fairfield PD for 24 years. So I know these men and women and I know how much we care about this community. Yes. It, and that's a huge part of protecting the community is really caring about it and the community really cares about us so yes. that's a nice that's a nice back and forth another reason why we're here fairfield we i mean i grew up here we live yeah. here it's, yeah. it's one of my favorite towns around yeah. um and thank you for protecting us and being safe i know i live here i feel safe right my kids are here i i left fairfield and i came back right because i knew it was a great place for my family and my children and, and the community here in fairfield so i'm really excited to be here and we're passionate about it too yeah so Joe, how, how's class? How's school? Unbelievable. It, it really is. Um, but I want to go back on something you said earlier. Okay. Fairfield's a safe place. And I do feel safe. Beth Leach and among the other yeah. Fairfield PD, unbelievable PD. Um, everyone feels they're safe. And that's the biggest problem. They walk. They forget where they are. They park in um, areas. No lights. But at the end of the day, you're not safe anywhere. I don't care if it's Fairfield, wherever you are, you got to be aware. I, look, I get it. Eyes in the back of my head, right? Always have to. I feel that way, right? My grandmother told me, you have to have eyes in the back of your head, right? Always be conscious of your surroundings and where you are. And I'm sure there's some safety precautions in general that someone walking alone should do, right? Around in a dark place. Do you suggest anything? Well, number one, it's, it's following your gut. And we'll get into that okay. deeper. But as a female... I believe that you can stop almost, you can stop most things by just going with your gut. Whether okay. it's going in an area, parking your car, meeting friends out, 
um, online dating, and we can go on that, and on. That's a different subject. Different, the different online subject. dating, it seems like but, that could be getting more dangerous, right? I don't right. know. Like, you probably should online date. Like, it's a great opportunity maker. But There's ways to do it safely. There's ways to move around our community safely. Um, you know, Joe's right. Our, our, I started off saying our community is a very safe community. It is. It's a great town to, to live in and grow up in. Um, but, you know, I, I'm a police officer. I am a female also. Yeah. You would think I would feel comfortable like going for a run um, and not have a care in the world. But I, I don't let myself ever feel like, oh, that can't happen to me because I've seen a lot on this job. So if I go for a run or if I'm going um, out with someone I've not met before, yeah. I humble myself enough to put safety measures in place. I let someone know where I'm going running. I um, decide, is it a good run route to wear headphones? Maybe I shouldn't wear headphones because I can't hear what's coming up behind me, next to me, um, with I'm cutting off one of my senses. We talk about the senses being a huge part of what keeps us safe, what we see, what we hear, what we feel, that gut instinct. And Joe's 100% right. all of us have a gut instinct, but women especially, you know, have that protective nature. Yeah. You know, a lot of us are moms, but we put that aside so many times. Women are raised to make everyone feel comfortable, don't offend anybody. Um, so you get close to someone on a sidewalk or in an elevator, you're at a little war with yourself, like your gut saying, I don't feel comfortable. This is a bad situation. But the other side of you saying, I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to step out. They're going to think I have a problem with them. But we're here to talk about like, you got to put those, I don't want to hurt your feelings stuff aside to protect you. Because when that gut is screaming, this is not good. I feel unsafe. Listen to that because that's protecting you. 10 times out of 10. Oh, I'm just, I've got anxiety yeah. thinking about it. Yes. I mean, if I'm, when, when you feel something, you're pretty much, that's then your natural instinct to do it. So sh- you should act on that. Yes. Right. So let's, can we talk about that? Let's talk about acting on that. What are some, what are some more safety precautions? Cause that's the ear pods is great point. Yes. Should I run where I can't hear somebody coming? And me personally, I mean, my wife thinks I'm super protective. Right. And you know, it's just upfront being careful. Right. That's pretty much what it comes down to. Right. Protecting yourself up front, making the decision before you go somewhere and putting yourself in a bad situation. Yeah. Right. I uh, work around college kids a lot with like the nighttime activities. And I just make notes sometimes of seeing girls waiting for an Uber or something mm-hmm. and what they're wearing. And not, I think every woman should wear what they feel comfortable in, what they feel good about, proud of themselves. Like, I love that. But. If you're wearing high heels and a very tiny skirt and you've got ear pods in and you're focused on your phone, you've cut off so many ways to see something bad coming, to hear something bad coming, and then to be able to protect yourself. What if you're cold? Are you going to take that ride sooner with that guy that comes by who you think goes to Fairfield U? You're freezing out there waiting for your Uber. You know, like we got to kind of plan ahead with your what you're going to wear. Could I be stuck outside? I want to be comfortable. Could, what if I have to walk back to campus? I want to be independent and able to protect myself and not at the mercy of this guy that swoops in. That, I mean, that's so much information. Un- and just by unbelievable communicating that with me, like that's opened my eyes to a lot of different scenarios. And that's good. That's super valuable. And it, it's got to be. I mean, I would if I was a younger female, I, you know, I'd be scared in a lot of situations, especially late at night. If they're cold, depending, walking on the post road, going, you know, depending on where you are, you know, it's, I get it. That is, you know, it's not so just so eye, it's eye opening too. Like it, you don't think about that. 
it's something that Beth and I have tried to reach for years to the younger, you know, these teens that are walking around. Mm -hmm. So it's not just the college. It starts young. If we can get into their head, it's look, we're not saying don't live your life. We're not saying don't go out. Just be aware. You know, 12 to 13 year old girls getting into their cell phones, sending pictures, talking to people they don't really know. Is the person on the other line that, that person? digital world right. has got to be you know, a whole different animal. I yeah, mean. and the kids and young adults or people dating, they get a false sense of comfort with someone they're meeting online. They've exchanged a thousand Snapchat messages with this person from Westport, and they think they know them. But And then they might set up a meeting at the, at the bookstore or at the gazebo. Um, and that person ends up not being anything like what they describe themselves. They're not from Westport at all. They're not the age they said they were. So there's all That's that like so false scary. sense of security. And that happens to adults too, yeah. you know, like anxious to meet somebody. And um, you really, you need to do your homework if you're meeting someone you don't know for, in real life. E- even Uber selfishly, like I don't, like, I prefer my wife not to take an Uber by herself because... It's just, it's a lot different. And you, gosh knows who you're going to get, what their background is, what background check they're doing at Uber. You know, being a real estate broker and an agent, but agents have to be careful too, especially with the influx of people coming in with the digital world. Mm -hmm. They get an information on the phone. Who knows? Somebody could probably do, solicit them, do their background information, a stalker, right? Could probably do information and get in contact with somebody through the internet if they're in the sales type business. I mean, you got to be super careful. And that's that shit's scary, dude. It's scary. So we're gonna bring awareness to it, right? That's yes. what we're gonna do. Like, I love the self defense piece because look, I, and can I just say something about jujitsu here? I just say it is like I've trained martial arts my whole life. I've tried everything, never finishing on my black belt and any of them because I'll be completely honest. I never. I was bored. I've quit jujitsu two, three times, and I'm never. So, and I love that this is a self-defense, got a jujitsu mix. It's got a lot of mix, mixed martial arts, whatever it is. It's just get out awareness and get out. Right. And we talk about that. You're not going to sit there. You don't want to like, you know, mess around. You want to get out of a situation. Right. As soon as the hair stands on the back of your neck. Right. The first thing you do is look for the door. Right. right? Beth and I talk about this all the time. We're not sitting here trying to teach a hundred pound girl to fight a 200 pound man. Right. We want you to get out. Yes. The whole idea yes. is to get out. We're not expecting you to, to wrestle with a 200-pound three hunger. No. We're going to teach you things that you could actually get yourself away and out. Perfect. And that sounds perfect. Do we want to talk about – can we give some, like, pointers now? Or what do you feel, Beth? Like, what is Well, there, Joe some- has a great way of keying on, um, like, the, for a couple of – moves that are easy to learn okay um we both know that muscle memory is key and you know i mean like you drill you have to drill these moves especially you get you know more technical with the jujitsu like you have to drill these moves you have to practice so it's hard to really present um defense self-defense tactics to women in a one night kind of thing but so we're going to consistently do it well that's why i partnered with joe because joe can actually do it he teaches a couple of real life situational moves where you could get out and the ponytail is a big thing <laughs> so one of them is you know, you're not going to do it to me today my, my ponytail is uh, yeah, perfect so stay tuned though <laughs> but stay tuned, stay for tuned. Last, you'll see lots of ponytails flying <laughs> 
But uh, that's a real life thing. Like this is a way a woman can be controlled. So what do we do? You know, we're going to be scared. You know, like that's that's for someone to take control of you by your head is a very scary thing. So um, Joe gives us a way like and we've seen it with groups before. Like they learn it. Yeah. They well, really putting learn it. yourself in an uncomfortable situation. You're going to grow from that. Yes. So the more you practice being in uncomfortable situations, yes. the better you're going to be when real life happens or the drilling, the, yes. the muscle memory, it's consistency, whatever you want to call it. Yes. It's. And it's, it's great. So I'm, I'm like, I'm super pumped about this. And something I wanted to throw out there is, and Beth always puts this in my head. Most of the time, I'd say majority of the time that a female is being attacked or anything is happening. It's more of a relative, someone that's close to them. Is that, is that true? Well, relative or someone they know and trust definitely with kids. I mean, the statistics are hard. 94% of kids that are being sexually assaulted are by someone they know and trust. Um, so, it's a, it's similar a lot of the time, for the kids adults. aren't even of age to remember, right? Like, you got well, to remember. Well, they remember. Like, I know, I'm, this is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's so scary because it's so fucked up. Suppression is a big thing with okay, kids. Like, that it's it's so confusing that, and so traumatizing that okay. the human body puts it in a safe place so they can continue on with life. But it comes back in other ways. Okay. Okay. Um, it's, you know, it's one of the most... Um, important things that I experience as an investigator is yeah. when a child finally discloses uh, that they've been the victim of something like this because their life changes for the better. Yeah. They finally talk. The mm-hmm. abuse can finally stop. They have power again. And I always tell kids, like, this is time for you to take control. And same with women. Like, you know, you something happens to you. You don't have to have the police involved. You don't have to go to the hospital. But here are the reasons why. And it puts you back in control of what happens to your body by yeah. reporting to police and doing it, going through with an investigation. Same with the kids. Like, they get some control back because – and that's with, with uh, sexual assault in general. Any assault is a complete loss of control of your body. That's a terrible feeling. And, you know, we start with the ponytail, yeah. but, you know, imagine a sexual assault. Like, a woman completely loses all rights to what's happening to her. It's completely traumatizing. It's life-changing. So, you know, we're both pretty passionate about trying to get women in a situation where it'll never happen to them. What I always say, like I had a phone call and I just asked the mom, tell me, how did we get to that point? Back up and then go through the steps because every situation is different when it comes to that sexual assault. You know, what so you, room are you in? Are you, you outside? That's are why the you, planning up yeah. front and being aware before you go and yeah. putting yourself in situation, I'm sure even in the age group of we have two colleges in the town you talked about the college because there's a lot of drinking in place right there's a lot of parties right so limiting your i mean going through your whole night in your head just being aware not saying don't go out don't have a good time but kind of do some a walkthrough in your head of who am i going to be with where am i going to be how am i going to get to my car when i get out of the bar totally right um we had a situation uh four 13 year old girls were doing self-defense with me And I said, look, it was like the third or fourth week. Girls, you're going to start drinking soon one day. You may want to have sex one day. You may want to do whatever. All I'm going to tell you is go with your gut, but don't do it with alcohol. Whatever you decide to do, you want to kiss a boy, don't do it with alcohol. Whatever you do. The fourth session, the mom calls and says, you need to talk to my daughter and her friends. They were all drinking last night. They don't want to tell you. And there were boys over. 
And it, it just three weeks of talking to them. They did it. They got drunk. One of them was throwing up. But at 13 years old, 13 years old, they don't feel comfortable talking to their parents. They didn't want to talk about it. What if something happened? We could have prevented it, but they still didn't listen. Being of that age, they're probably so scared to come up, right, and talk about it. I mean, how did the, you know, you know like, I mean, they're but I'm afraid they're going to get in they're trouble. Gonna, they're yeah. going to tell on a friend. They're going to guilt. Like, that's, but then you but have it, the 13-year-old boys that don't know what to do either. Yeah. And they've probably all talked about sexual stuff on Snapchat. So everyone has a, yes. a confusing sense of what is going to happen now that we're in person. And I'm seeing this over and over again with the teenagers. They talk about so much through Snap or text that when they get in person, they can't express, I'm not ready for this. They don't know how to do that, like, verbally, face-to-face. It's too scary. Yeah. They have no, no time practicing. So we see that over and over, that stuff happens physically. And then the day later, they're like, I think I was sexually assaulted. And then we have to take it all apart. So these girls, of course, are, are being put through something that they're not ready for. But these boys are confused, yeah. too. They don't know yeah. what's is this okay? Is this not okay? And they don't have the mature skills to ask. So it's a, it's a very confusing, it's a thin line. Um, yeah, it's a very confusing moment with alcohol, being young, no communication skills. <laughs> busy. busy. Yeah. Busy. But when we talk about self-defense in an assault type situation, um, a lot of the stuff like that we're going to work, we, it's kind of like a level one. Mm-hmm. type yep. um, yeah. introduction, introduction to absolutely. like you can do some things to get out of a bad situation because a lot of times women you know you're in a corner and it's like i'm screwed like yeah. he hasn't even touched you yet and you're already like i'm done i have to cooperate so there's that fine line of when you know you have to make decisions yeah. is my decision be a fight with everything i have or am i going to make another decision and we hate those choices but it's reality but we have we're going to practice in yeah, this class. When people come, yeah. the more we do it, the more you guys do it, the more muscle memory, bringing more awareness, it's actually going to be really cool. Doing this for 14 years. You don't want to be in this situation, yeah. but gosh forbid, yep. right? Plus, it's going to be fun. We're going to learn. It's good. We're going to hang out, right? Bringing awareness and being in a situation, gosh forbid, that one time it happens and you get out. Because all you need is that split second split to get second. out. Yeah. And it's... And the way we're teaching Just the don't seminars think it can't happen because even me, you know, I'm too protective. My wife calls and tells me every time I'm too protective, but I just <laughs> understand that there are there is a chance. Just be conscious up front. Just be conscious. Be aware of your surroundings. Have the eyes in your back of your head at all times. Make a good decision. But I'm going to tell you this. Yeah, let's hear it. The seminars that we teach, that we've been teaching the last few years, we've broke it down after 12 years. We're not going to show you eight to ten different moves. No. You will leave. I don't care who you are. You will leave learning something. I can't wait. Guarantee. It does, I mean, you will leave. I don't care the age. If you have any problems going to the it does not matter. You will learn. Okay. And just like this conversation, like we have some funny moments while yeah. we're talking and then it gets serious all yeah, of a sudden. Yeah. And that's how the class kind of goes because yeah. it is uncomfortable. I mean, when we talk about police officers and we have to take classes and we have to do physical stuff like – Everyone hates it because, you know, it's embarrassing. You might not do it perfect the first time. Same with these classes. Like, everyone's afraid to put hands on each other at first. But you start going through it, and you're like, oh, this actually works. And um, it's kind of funny. And we get to laugh and stuff. And then we get serious again and talk about a new issue. Or someone brings a personal experience to the class. That's Mm -hmm. happened many times where someone shares a personal scary experience or um, 
someone they know, and then we can build on that. I know Joe can troubleshoot, and we'll demonstrate other more advanced type situations um, if people don't want to physically go through it. I'm pumped. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm excited. excited. I, I'm, I love to do it. You know, hopefully, we create a lot of awareness and a lot of value, right? That there is, and hopefully, we just help that one person that needs it too, right? At that at that split moment, that's Absolutely. all it takes. And yeah. if, if you've gone through something, yep. a scary situation, if you're a woman that's had a close call or even been through an assault, like do this class as part of taking control back. Yeah. You know, we we've seen that over and over too. Like this is a chance where you get to use your body to protect yourself rather than be a victim. Yeah. And we do, and I've done them with you and we make, try and make everybody feel very comfortable, yes. right? It's closed doors, register only, right? It's not, it's private, right? We'll yep. be, uh, we'll be there and it's going to be, I'm really, dude, I'm pumped. I'm pumped about it. It's going to be awesome. May 18th, yes. 630. 1496 Post Road in Fairfield. It's going to be fun. It's going to be amazing. For your list, for the listeners, we can register. The link in my bio on Instagram, there's a registration form. We're going to share it on the Fit Club page. Beth is going to share it as well on my personal page. Um, just Google it. It'll be around. It's the Women's Self-Defense by Detective Beth Leach, Joe Pedisano, sponsored by Yellow Brick and Thomas Bepko. And we're super pumped tonight. Really, really enjoy this. So thank you guys for coming in today. Thanks for getting Thank you for everything you do at Fairfield PD and keeping us safe. Joe, thank you for everything, for showing me my self-defense journey that I will get my black belt. Absolutely. I cannot wait. Just throwing that out there. It's coming. Uh, It's coming. (laughs) Never. I'm probably hopefully go coral at some point. I'm going to give it a coral belt. Yeah. yeah. It's like the show. (laughs) (laughs) Coral belt. Uh, Since this is a women's thing, she says, oh, it's me. When you speak, I'm not lying. I just shut that. I love when she talks. Yeah, she takes control the room. She dude, controls awesome. the room. I'm just Listen, doing the intro. I'm and then very I'm passionate it to you. about I know, it. I am passionate too. When I yeah. say the one thing I love about Beth and what she does is, and that's why we team up. The first time we ever did something together, <laughs> I said something, and she was like, "No, I don't think so." And she went against what I not against, but she kind of just gave her. And well, it was because, amazing because I'm a woman, and, and, it, and I yeah. I gave my perspective as a, as a male, yeah. and she and she just says it how it is. She is unbelievable. So when you speak, it just comes out so perfect. Yeah. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. Good job, man. Love the passion. Too. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah. It comes from in here because if I can keep a woman from having to go through some of the things I've seen, you know, I'm at the hospital on the other side, and if I could help prevent that, like that's awesome. Well, that's what we're gonna do, and that is a goal of this. It's a goal. And Hopefully I will only work everybody. with Joe. Like yeah. I've done other self defense stuff in the past, and I'm like, this is stupid, this is stupid. I don't, I don't want to put my name behind this. So. Huh? Joe is the only one I will do so. El Professor. <laughs> we work together. El Professor, we Fit Club, together. Fairfield PD. See you May 18th. <laughs>